0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hello, hello there. Welcome to the Slash morning Show. Yes. She said yes. I, I don't know what's he began <laughs> a brand new life. He was from a foreign land. Now they God. lived as man and wife. He didn't have a lot to give. Okay, guys. just so, just excuse our our intro. There. Thank you so much for <laughs> tuning into the Sasha Marina show. <laughs> today's segment. <in. laughs> uh, today's segment is with the movie. Um, obviously with my with my brother Robert from the hosted by him, where he speaks about you know behind the, behind the scenes movie news, TV shows, whatever is hot and not you know pretty much in the TV scene, um, but mostly movies. He's a very big movie enthusiast, and um and that's really what he rants about. So um, hey brother, how you doing?
0: Good. How you doing?
1: I'm good. <laughs>
0: All right then. So before we get on to the Oscar <laughs> stuff, which is you know the main stuff, let's just uh, yeah. get the news out of the way here. So um, okay. now this is this is entirely rumors here, but um, this is this is uh, concerning the Spider-Man and Marvel Sony partnership, you know Sony thing. So in the now official press release. The- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in the official press release, uh, the Sony Pictures president um, Doug Belgrad he, he he explicitly said Peter Parker would be the character joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But mm-hmm. um, this reporter from The Wrap, uh, he who was on a on a podcast called uh, Meet the Movie Press podcast, and he apparently claimed he claimed, and I'm gonna read exactly what he said. He claimed that. Um, Based on his sources and everything, that Spider Man wouldn't be play, wouldn't be uh, played by a white actor. So let me just like you know read what it says. So he said, "This is not set in stone, guys." But I'm telling you right now, Spider Man's not going to be white. And the other guy uh, on a podcast says, "Really?" And he says, and then he answers, "Spider Man's not going to be white." And he's like, "Is that speculation?" Or he's like, "No, I'm ninety 95 percent sure Spider Man's going to be most likely black, but there's a chance he could also be Latino." Ninety five percent sure
1: not Yeah. White. yeah, that's so, what I was going to ask you is it not white as in Caucasian because I had heard a rumor about some latino kid possibly being casted. So well, I don't look, know. let
0: me Yeah, let me explain to mm-hmm. you. Um there's there's two there's like two main spider mans there in the regular mm-hmm. Spider-Man universe, you know like everyone knows Peter Parker. In the Ultimate Universe, Peter Parker existed for uh, quite a while, but then he, you know, spoilers if you really care about that, but he died. And um, uh, after he died, there was a, a few weeks before he died, there was another there was another kid who got bit by uh, one of the spiders that Oscorp had created. And this spider was a little different, gave him a little bit extra in the powers department, but... Uh, he was more or less pretty much Spider-Man. So he, after after Spider-Man died, a few weeks after, he decided to start doing what Spider-Man was doing with his powers, and he became a superhero. And his name was Miles Morales. He was uh, he was half black and half uh, Hispanic. So that was that, you know. And he's a really awesome character. But the problem I'm having is you you can't have Miles Morales until you introduce Peter Parker. I mean,
1: You're right. yeah, you can yeah, so do it, but it's not something you story. should do.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not something you should do. It has to be Peter Parker. The Spider-Man that's in the Civil War, it has to be Peter Parker. I, I mean, we we all want Miles Morales in the movie, in the movie universe eventually, but we don't want him as, as the first one off the bat. I mean, I, I just doubt that that's going to happen for some reason, but it could be a possibility. I really hope it doesn't. And I think I have talked about this already before. When when yeah. when this news came out and everything, but now that this rumor came up, and I don't know if it has any you know any levity to it, but I just don't really think Miles Morales is the right choice for the first Spider-Man. It should just be Peter Parker. Yeah, so, I don't think it is. so. It's gonna, conf-
1: it's gonna confuse. Like okay, because there's there's obviously like two types of audiences the ones that are familiarized well, I mean, with all but you, these but you also with have all to these think stories. About, you also
0: think, yeah, you have and to think about that, that this would be the third person that plays peter parker in less than 10 years Yeah. well in the past exactly. 10 years mm. so having well, to change more, it up by more. getting a mm-hmm. uh, having to change it up by getting you know a new actor getting getting a different race and everything and a new character would be an a good idea but at the same time it's kind of a bad idea for miles morales you know, I, so why I, they I just introduce Andrew would,
1: Garfield and then kill him off. Just kill Andrew Garfield no, off. I, he's not
0: going but you can't do that. Andrew Garfield's not even gonna be playing Spider Man, but you you're not gonna introduce Peter Parker and then immediately kill kill him off. It's gonna be some time before, you know, they, they kill off Peter Parker in at least in the Marvel cinematic universe, if that's the the route they go with. So yeah. Well it uh, sounds
1: next, a little more news. complicated. hmm
0: Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> The next bit of news is about Hugh Jackman. It was something funny he said. He says he's going to play Wolverine until he dies. (laughs) So um, apparently he was having an interview, and he says after seeing Birdman, uh, he realized that, you know, he was inspired to say, like, look, I quote what he says. He's like, I said to my wife, uh, the moral is that I should never stop playing Wolverine. I've got to find a way to keep playing him until I die. I know that someday they'll recast the role with another actor. I'd be happy if the role was eventually recast It would mean that it had become iconic So yeah. You know, uh, before Days of Future passed Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman was not Sure whether or not he Plays, you know, Wolverine again And after that movie he said That it's all fresh and he wants to play it He wants to keep playing um, Wolverine And now at this point it seems like he just doesn't Want to stop playing Wolverine And um. that's not bad, you know <laughs> Yeah um, that that's pretty that's pretty it's just pretty funny i just wanted to mention that
1: i think that he's just expert, given he's, he's given life to that whole x x-men you know franchise like he is yeah, x-men he's like the face, yeah, you know he's the face
0: like, of the x-men franchise really
1: you know like so um so i think um, you know it's it's very awesome to see an actor so dedicated to a role like that cuz cause, cause many people would just get tired of it you know what i mean um, yeah. And it it just becomes part of them, and and then and, and it works. It works for everybody. Everybody loves them. Everybody loves it. Yeah. So that that's good. Okay.
0: So um so the Wonder Woman movie uh Deadline um, was reporting that it'll be it'll start production this fall in 2015. You know with Gal Gadot playing Diana Prince, which is oh God, such a bad bad casting choice in my opinion, but we'll see how that works out and Michelle McLaren uh directing the movie. So yeah, it it seems like it seems like they're they're ready, you know, to start filming. But this is a rumor. This is a, this is actually a rumor and they apparently even have uh, already in negotiations with a screenwriter, uh, David uh, Puch I think, from uh the guy who's writing Pan, that movie, the movie that has uh Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard and everything, that new Peter Pan movie. But yeah, um mm-hmm. It seems like, it seems like, uh, it, this is all rumors, you know, nothing's confirmed, but they might be filming, I mean, it kind of makes sense, I think they, I think this movie's coming out, and yeah, it's coming out June 23rd, 2017, I guess it makes sense for them to start filming this early, uh, seeing as, you know, Zack Snyder started filming um, Batman vs. Superman in February of last year, and the movie's coming out 2016. So maybe they're going to be doing that, where it's you know two years before, stuff like that. Maybe there's so much crap they need in a movie did they need that much time. I don't know. <laughs>
1: probably. I mean, we're talking about like you know these caliber movies. Like I, I, I mean, I could I could only imagine what's what's going into this production. You know what I mean? So um, it probably as long as it takes the time and then it's worth. You know, because like I forgot what we were talking about last week that we were talking about um uh, exactly about that you know time and production, and then I I'd rather wait no matter how long it takes for a sequel, as long as it's good. But then when you have these sequels coming out coming out every year, you know what I mean, and then you're like, uh, eh, the first one was better than all the rest. So um, I guess it's, as long as yeah. it's good, whatever. I don't I don't I don't mind waiting. Three years until it
0: releases in theaters, yeah, you know, I don't think anybody does, yeah, I don't know uh, we'll see we'll see how this this all turns out so uh now this is about the Indiana Jones reboot, or if it's even actually happening, so uh right. Chris bratt has expressed you know interest in actually you know being in this movie, but the problem is he has very busy schedule, obviously being part of Marvel and everyone wanting him for all the movies ever he is he's like. Has given, you know, he said if he'd ever get the ro- the, the role, he, that he'd give it, you know, consideration. Like he'd be really, really serious. He would seriously consider being part of the movie. So, you know, there's that. But now, uh, Steven Spielberg apparently is would be interested in directing the the Indiana Jones reboot with Chris Pratt. So he's he would be interested in having Chris Pratt as you know take over take over the role as Indiana Jones and and him directing it but that kind of doesn't make sense cuz usually when you remake a movie you don't get the original director from the first four movies you know from the original mm-hmm. movies you don't get that director it's not it's not how you're that what you're supposed to do <laughs> cuz that's that, that defeats the purpose of a reboot you're getting fresh blood in here you're getting new directors and everything that's the whole point of it but um it's interesting you know Spielberg is actually interested in doing something like that i mean he is busy you know directing other movies right now but that that is pretty. That's a pretty interesting thought. But I don't necessarily think Spielberg would be the right choice to direct this movie, which is kind of funny to say. But I don't think he should direct the reboot because it doesn't make sense for the original director to direct the reboot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If to you, it does or it doesn't? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it does.
1: Um, as long, okay. I guess there's a different ways to put this. I think as long as perhaps the writers and all are new. It'd be interesting to see how point of view he puts, you know, um
0: Yeah, but how, still the, the, what, whole, what the whole vision and it. the whole mm-hmm. I know, but the whole vision and tone and everything in the movie depends on a director. And if you have the same director so. from the first movies then you and and you can't do that. I mean the last movie you directed the last Indiana Jones one was terrible. Indiana Jones and a Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, everyone hated that movie. It was it was a very bad movie. So, if he did so bad with that movie,
1: down.
0: that movie, yeah, that it was movie was so, so bad, bad that it, they
1: didn't even do like they didn't even try to make a sequel. They didn't even like No, yeah,
0: yeah, but the movie done. was so bad that they're that they're making a reboot. That's how bad it yeah, was. Exactly. Like it stopped it yeah. stopped anything else from from, from continuing in the franchise. So why would they get because that same director to direct this even if he's Steven Spielberg?
1: Yeah, cuz they kind of could have easily could do a up with the sun and all that crazy stuff and you're thinking like, oh, "Okay," and then and then it just stopped. <laughs> it just that's the last of their
0: problems there. Just, I think all the crappy CGI was what it was. I mean, at least if yeah. it was good CGI, it would be good. It, but it was bad CGI.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. I think it's now, uh,
1: that all that stuff was starting up, though. You know what I mean? It wasn't as hot in a movie to,
0: like,
1: use yeah. all that stuff. And now, you know, now no, it's like, no, oh, I mean, it's CGI. I was, it was okay.
0: CGI. CGI had existed in movies, you know, before. And,
1: no, I do like, had existed
0: no, but I mean, like, it had been, that's not the first movie, you know, to, I mean, like, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that during that time, there had been lots of movies already coming out with lots of CGI, that movie just mm-hmm. had very shitty CGI, that was it, I mean, yeah. that was that was pretty much it, I mean, if Lord of the Rings had that CGI back in 2004, had had better CGI than the Indiana, Indiana Jones, you know, sequel did, then that's saying something, <laughs> but yeah, Anyways, um, so uh, it seems like directors are taking the, you know, Twitter and Instagram to be um, making big announcements. So Zack Snyder went to Instagram and posted, a, I mean, to Twitter and posted a picture of Jason Momoa as Aquaman. And. It's a picture of Jason Momoa's Aquaman. And he looks completely badass. He looks like really badass. He just if you anybody who hasn't seen it, just look it up. You just look it up on, on the internet. You'll find it. It's freaking awesome. But the, the interesting thing here is that they have the uh, the word the words this 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 phrase printed over it called unite the seven, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: the seven. It could mean it could mean you know being like unite the seven C's or something like that because that's that was that phrase where people thought about, you know, the world as seven Cs because they didn't know that the world was much bigger than it actually was. But it could also mean unite the seven as in uniting the Justice League. The seven members of the Justice League. Maybe that's most likely what it means. <laughs> but it yeah. could mean something else. I I really don't know too much about D C universe, but yeah, that could possibly be what it means. But even though it doesn't matter what it means, we all know there's gonna be a Justice League movie. But it, what it's cool is just the whole Aquaman look that he has. It's really, it's really badass, what I'm saying. It kind of looks just like he did at Game of Thrones, but still looks badass, so that's cool. Okay. And now moving on from that is back for X-Men news. So um, I think I talked about last week how in the Deadpool movie, uh, Colossus would be in it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. We're going to get more, Colossus is going to get more screen time because Colossus is actually really awesome. And he has had very little screen time in the X Men universe in the movies, like very, very little. Like it's it's a tragedy how little screen time he's had because he's a very important character in the comics and he's very awesome. And I don't know why they've just pushed him all the way to the back. To so might as well be a background actor, but whatever. So uh, the actor uh, Daniel Cudmore, who plays who plays uh, Colossus. Has uh, taken to Twitter to say that he won't be playing Colossus in the Deadpool movie. That, that is going to be he's going to be recasted, and that sucks. You know because uh, I know he hasn't really had much time to prove or much screen time to prove himself as as Colossus. And you know Colossus is, is supposed to be Russian, and it seems like in the movies he was just either American or something. Mm-hmm. But well, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, probably, they just hope they get a a good actor who can play this role. A good Russian actor, maybe. So, yeah, we'll see where Mm -hmm. that goes. And now, (laughs) more about more directors taking a social media to announce their stuff. So, Neil Blomkamp um, on on Instagram, he, about like two months ago or so, he started talking about, um, uh, what's it called, the alien movies. He was apparently in talking with Fox Studios about making an alien movie. And it, he showed the concept art they had, and it all looked really, really awesome. I even talked about it, I think. And it was super cool looking at everything. And we're like, oh, this is so awesome. Why isn't this happening? And now apparently, it is happening. You know, Blom has announced that uh, we, on Instagram, with a picture of an alien, he says uh, he thinks it's official. His next film is... Alien. So his next movie will be an alien movie that has, you know, Ridley Scott I think producing it, and yeah, that's pretty exciting. I mean, I think Neil Blomkamp is the director you need to bring fresh blood, I um, mean, you know, a new perspective into this alien alien franchise, because we had Ridley Scott do Prometheus and it wasn't, it didn't turn out so well. So I think Neil Blomkamp is the way to go, you know. Direct District Nine, Elysium, Chappie, Dude, definitely.
1: So yeah. You know what? I've never understood. Um, never understood the storyline of, of of that of that franchise. Like I I don't know what's going on. Um, the last one that I remember, the only one I remember ever ever really even seeing was the like the last one was like Adrian Brody. That's the only reason why I even saw the movie was Adrian Brody. Yeah, but Brody. that's Predators. That's when, like, that's Adrian... something
0: else. But that's something else entirely. Predator is an alien. that's
1: didn't they have else. something? Yeah. So yeah. It they has had alien versus predator, that but that
0: has nothing. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. I mean, okay. alien is something separate. You know, just if I think I think you have to rewatch the movies, and then you'll, and then everything will make sense because that happened to me. I had seen those movies when I was too young, and I don't remember anything from it. But then I rewatched it, you know, again, and I'm like, oh, now it's all fresh in my mind because I remember seeing both those movies, and I'm like, wow, this was just terrifying for me as a kid, but I didn't really understand what was happening. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of those things. So you kind of really just gotta like
1: it, because that, that kind of stuff, I, I, like, it doesn't really catch my attention. Like, if you tell me pick took a movie, I'm not going to pick that. You know, you'll have to tell me, like, sit down and watch it. I, I guess it's
0: different. All right. So, on to the Oscar winners. So, I watched the Oscars in full. I don't really like watching award shows. They really bore me, and they're sometimes very awkward. But, uh, yeah, Neil Harris did a great job at the Oscars. Uh, he may have, like, two or three hit-or-miss jokes, but he was really you know awesome overall and of course he started um the opening with a musical number because He's Neil Patrick Harris, and he loves musical numbers. So that totally makes Mm -hmm. sense. And it was really good. It was a really good musical number. But anyways, uh, now on to the winners. So for Best Motion Picture, I'm starting off big already. uh, We had American Sniper, Birdman, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Games, Selma, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. They're able to have ten movies for this category, but for some reason they only wanted eight. So whatever, Academy bullshit. But what are you going to do? So I... I really expected Boyhood to take this. Um although I really did want Bert, Birdman to take it, but Boyhood Boyhood surprised us and didn't take it. It was Birdman who took best picture, and that was, you know, a very surprising thing too. And now for uh, the same thing with achievement in directing, you know, I expected Richard Linklater for Boyhood to take it, but instead it was Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárito for Birdman which was awesome like each time I was surprised and I was like yes like I wanted them to win but I kind of expected them not to win. And now you know we had a best performance by an actor in the leading in the leading role and of course it's Eddie Redmayne. I really wanted Michael Keaton to get it. I mean I think he really deserved it but the Academy always gives it to the underdog, the person you least expect. And especially if they did, if if he did, if it was Eddie Redmayne doing his role in the theory of everything. I mean, it was such a physical role, not only mentally, but he did it such a physical like role. Where he had to play a person with ALS, and he had to really
1: yeah.
0: get into just that. Just like
1: Matthew McConaughey, like it's, you know, yeah. very when something you do something like, really like kind that, of like
0: the Academy, mm-hmm. it's 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 immediately Oscar babe. The Academy just loves you for that. And yeah, I, he did he did a great job. But I just really think that Michael Keaton deserved that Oscar. But I mean, what are you going to do? He's Michael Keaton. What? He, I don't think it matters if he gets the Oscar or not. He's he's Michael freaking Well, he won Keaton. Best
1: Picture, so it tells you yeah, something. Yeah, he won Best I Picture
0: mean, and Best Director, so that it, yeah, it, it, so they were doing something right if they won Best Picture.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was a group group effort. It's not just like yeah. I mean, they deserve it. Everybody deserves the award, but it, you know, they won it as a whole in this case.
0: hmm Yeah. So now uh, Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role, it went to Julianne Moore for Still Alice. I have yet to see that movie, but she's been tearing it up every time she gets nominated for that role, so I'm assuming it's that good. I really wanted Rosamund Pike to win it for Gone Girl because, yeah. oh, my God, she was just amazing in that movie. I was just that really hoping that, they would say, yeah. yeah, they would say her name, but I was like, <sighs> I mean, whatever. She's an actress who's existed, you know, in... in in like this, in this, you know, in the in- industry for so long, but hasn't really gotten that recognition she really deserves. She isn't up yeah. there with Julianne Moore, you know. She isn't up there with Ree- Reese Witherspoon. She's just that girl you see in that in those movies every now and then. And she's a really talented mm-hmm. actress, but I'm sure she'll get her. She'll get what's coming to her soon. She'll probably get a. She'll she'll win she'll win something. And yeah. now, obviously, uh, the best performance by an actor in a supporting role is. Had to go to J.K. Simmons. I mean, there was literally nobody yeah, else besides Edward yeah. Norton in that category that that, yeah, that should have gone to. So I was, you know, I was happy with that. And Patricia, Patricia, Arquette, uh, of course, was, I don't even won. think that
1: he was expecting that either. I don't even think he, no, was he, was.
0: A, he was, he was expecting it. You think
1: it. so? He knew I think he won, was he, like... he's
0: won, he'd won in that category for every other award show this year. He went up there, and you can, there was no, there was no surprise on his face. I mean, he was. He knew. He knew he was going to win. Everyone knew he was going to win. Nobody. Nobody expected anybody else. I think the one who was, who was surprised, even though it was obvious he was going to win, was Eddie Redmayne because his speech was just, was just, <laughs> was hilarious. He, he, he even squealed, I think, at one point.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah. Oh, and there were. And uh, everybody stood that when you
1: see. You know what I was surprised though that Miles Teller. Well, I guess is that it's, it's different, you know. I he wasn't. No, I mean he, he gave he really...
0: gave a good performance, but um, it was definitely not going to be an Oscar worthy thing. Yeah, he was not going to win the okay. Oscar for that. But yeah, so something I want to mention is when Sean Penn. Uh, uh you know when he started when he started uh, giving away, you know, it was he 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 did the best best picture, you know, best motion picture, um, category. He was a he was a presenter for that, and. When 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 uh when he was announcing the winner, he he said he said who gave this son of a bitch's uh, right before he he opened it up. He said who gave this son of a bitch's green card, and then said uh, Birdman, you know Alejandro G, and Yorito. He won that you know that that uh, that uh, what's it called that that category. And lots of people mm-hmm. took to Twitter. Or lots of dumbasses took to Twitter and got really offended. But I guess they didn't realize that they're actually friends both the director and Sean Penn, because they worked on a movie together previously. 22, 22 grams or 21 grams, I think is what it was. This is a movie they worked mm-hmm. on previously. And even after the show, when he was being interviewed, uh, the director, he said that he thought it was hilarious because they were friends and that's how they joked every time they were together. But automatically, you know, I mean, I'm not defending Sean Penn that much. I mean, Sean Penn's not a great person, but he, he his, his, his joke there was not something he should be uh, he should be Tore down for Just wanted to mention that But anyways Now going on to more You know The speeches tonight Were just phenomenal Everyone who had a speech Was just great Like Patricia Patricia Arquette If anybody hasn't seen Her acceptance speech It was some of the best It was one of the best Of the night So everyone has to go Look that up She won for Best Supporting Actress Which of course It wouldn't have gone To anybody else Besides her Like everyone knew that It was kind of It was kind of like You know both J.K. Simmons And Patricia Arquette Everyone knew This was happening Same thing with Julianne Moore we all knew that they were going to win it. And one and now for the Best Animated Feature, I really hate this category because you the the Lego movie is not in it. And the box trolls for some freaking reason is. But anyways, what surprised me was this Big Hero 6 won. I was expecting How to Train Your Dragon to win. But Big Hero 6 won Best Animated Feature, which it really didn't deserve. It was just kind of an okay movie. How to Train Your Dragon 2 was a way better movie than Big Hero 6. I wanted Big Hero Six to be better than it actually was, but it was just pretty, you know, mediocre. It was kind of like just, eh, it was forgettable. It was a good movie, but it just feel it just felt like I've seen it before. Nothing different, nothing yeah. new, nothing fresh. I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it as much, so much as I did How to Train Your Dragon Two. But the reason, you know, the Academy give, gave it to them is because the Academy doesn't give a crap about animated movies, and if it's a Disney movie being nominated that year, they're gonna win it. Hands down, nobody else is going to win it because they don't give a crap. I mean, it was nice that they gave that they gave nominations to movies that you know are lesser known, like Song of the Sea and the Tale of Princess Cayuga. I mean, Kai-gu- Kai-gu-ya. Uh Anyways, it, it, it yeah. just it just it's it's something that he kind of doesn't give a crap about. And now, you know, best for uh, achievement in cinematography obviously goes to uh, Emmanuel Lubezki for Birdman because that was just amazing. And now, um, let's see what was the next. Oh, best best original score, and this I was like, oh god damn it! This really pissed me off because I really wanted Hans Zimmer to win it for Interstellar because he really, really did deserve it. It's been a while since he's deserved an deserved an Oscar for an Oscar for a score he's made, but for Interstellar, mm-hmm. it was just amazing. I mean, the only one that I thought personally came up even close to. His score was uh, Johan Johansson for the Theory of Everything. He had a really great score for that movie, but Hansen, Hans Zimmer really deserved it. But Alexandre Desplaut really uh, won it that year for this year for uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. He was nominated twice for the Grand Budapest Hotel and The Imitation Game, so oh, wow. he had he had more of a chance to win than anybody else. So yeah, so now uh Best is for now is for uh achievement in you know an original song. Everything is awesome was was nominated of course. They had a performance of it. It was really fun. It was just outrageous. It just felt like somebody dropped acid and just went on screen, went on stage. It was just crazy. But the winner was um uh what's it called? Um oh, fucking common, common. There we go. Common and uh <laughs> and John Legend I, for for Glory, which was great. They had a really Amazing performance on stage yeah they they won,
1: won they the won,
0: they won uh, in the in the golden globes they won the golden same, globes, the same right. category but yeah they yeah. won and they even had a really really awesome um another really awesome acceptance speech like wow, the speeches are just out of, the, out of this world today it was very politically charged this 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 oscars, but yeah, his his uh his their speech was really awesome. Really well spoken, and and I even liked a comment. Um, he was talking about you know uh uh the the civil the big civil rights problem, and still the problem that black people have today. But he, I liked he also mentioned um how how in China people are fighting for democracy still today. They're they're, they're they've been having those protests since last year, and it's and it was kind of nice that he they kind of brought that up too. So uh, yeah, it seems like you know every it, it, this. Um there's still, you know, a few more speeches left but that I'm gonna get to, but it seems like everyone everyone was very was very uh very uh, politically, you know, charged with this with this with these speeches. Like Patricia Arcad spoke spoke about women and, and equal and equal pay, that it's that it's just ridiculous, you know, that we're living in this day and age and there's still no equal pay for women which was really nice mm-hmm. as you brought that up too. Meryl Streep even stood up and started clapping and everything, so there's that. And now for uh, mm-hmm. best visual effects goes to interstellar which was i was really happy for it i really wanted them to win but i would have also been okay with dawn of the planet of the apes and now best adapted screenplay went to uh graham moore for the imitation game he also gave a really good speech it was so so good um he, he he won he won uh for that you know for that movie i mean the movie was apparently very inaccurate it was it was like they took you know they just had their fun with the uh, with the whole imitation game stuff, but whatever. I mean, I I, I didn't really want I, that I movie,
1: movie to win. I
0: didn't mm-hmm. want that movie to win, but um, uh, best you know adapted screenplay. But I was oh, I was immediately happy that that guy won uh, Graham Moore because he he just it was like he just seemed like so humble when he went on stage and he gave such a good speech that it was that it was really nice. It was really nice. And then uh, best original screenplay goes to Birdman, of course. I would I would have really liked Nightcrawler to win, but Birdman, you know, really had a had a really nice script for for their movie. So, yeah. And that's pretty much it for the Oscars and uh it was it was a pretty well, you, it was a pretty you, you decent missed, year.
1: Best uh, costume designer was a lady for Grand Budapest Hotel.
0: Yeah, I mean, I missed um, a bunch of the other smaller ones. I missed all the documentary stuff, but I I just talked yeah. about the big things, the people the things that people know. I mean, Yeah. It was not I mean but, I didn't know most of the foreign language films this year. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know any of I the documentaries. That,
1: yeah. that was one that the veteran the veteran one one as the I don't know it was short documentary or something like that, something veteran. It was like a veteran call center. It was yeah, it was uh, it
0: was Crisis Hotline That's Veteran Veteran Press One. Yeah. yeah, Veterans Press One. Yeah. But the one that went best documentary feature was Citizen Four, which that was about um uh mm-hmm. Edward Snowden and Neil Patrick Harris made a joke um, uh, about it after after they won. He was like, he says he says uh, Edward Snowden was not here, was not able to you know to accept his award for treasons. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was a really good joke, but Jesus, he would do you that every time somebody would win something
1: yeah I wish I thought it was really funny when he goes into the crowd. This is in the beginning, right and um he picks out the the British actor the Brit that played uh Martin Luther King and Selma. and then he yeah, says yeah. These, he lists out all the movies that all the sequels that have died or whatever it's like this year he starts yeah um, yeah
0: it I, was talking the mentioned he was and, and then he says
1: yeah, and then he's like, and then Annie like the remake of Annie like that's it. like there will be there will be no more annies and he I guess he try to make it sarcastic, you know, I guess like no, yeah, actor. he, tried to, be, he, he
0: tried, tried to be, be uh, funny. I mean, the joke funny. wasn't really that good, yeah. but uh, the idea behind it was funny. The idea
1: it was, just wasn't, was it funny, just yeah. Bombed,
0: like, it just bombed when he did it, so, I mean, what but
1: are it's you going to do? fine. You know what is cool about him? that it's Like, it's not It's not like a total failure when Neil Patrick Harris bombs a joke. You know what I mean? It's like he just makes the face, and it's like, oh, it's all forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, like, all right, <laughs> just don't do it again. So, um, yeah. I think that's right, a great wrapping up. We're going he's... over time. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's a great host and a and a and a, you know, great yeah, performer definitely. all the so uh, you can never go wrong with him. Uh, definitely putting on a great show. So, um go ahead and close it out.
0: Yep, yeah, So uh, follow us on Twitter. I mean, well, me on Twitter on, at the real Robert A H, and as well as Tumblr, same thing, and on Instagram at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And you guys can check our Facebook pages out, uh, Sasha Marina Show, and that's the movie. Good way to stay up to date with our stuff, and uh, also downloading our app on Google Play and BlackBerry World. Just the Sasha Marina Show app. You can download it, and yeah.
1: And then um,
0: what else? Oh Yeah You can just check out Our past You know Podcast At the At the com And everything And you can just Listen to Everything else We've done And come back Next Monday For more movie news And that type of stuff Yay.
1: Most definitely Most definitely And if you guys You know You're not into Like downloading So many apps You know um, and you don't want to download our app but you still want to listen to our podcast you could always like download us on um, iTunes podcast uh, TuneIn Radio Stitcher Radio oh, we're, we're on available iTunes. and all those our podcast is on yeah we're, we're we're an iTunes podcast so um, you know just cool. I think anywhere you go just search up the slash yeah it's pretty, pretty slacker much slacker radio use or audio.
0: whoever uses slacker <laughs> yeah like,
1: yeah those so, three um, people
0: that use slacker remember to download it on there <laughs>
1: So, you know, like stitcher and I and tune in and um and all that stuff. Like a lot of people have been like kinda using those. So, um you there. So thank you so much guys for tuning in and um catch us next week here on the Fashion Marina show. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.